Well, good evening. This is uh, Pastor Dan again with God Talk. And uh, I think this should be maybe Monday morning. But I want to follow through on what does it mean to be after Easter. Now, maybe Easter didn't make such a huge um, impact on most of us because we couldn't go to church. We couldn't have drama. We couldn't have a, a play with all the kids running down the aisle with hallelujah and the palm branches. We couldn't uh, sing all the great resurrection music and maybe it just didn't quite have the same impact. But I have a message that uh, deals with what I call the so what. Jesus died and he rose from the grave. So what? So just take a few minutes this morning and the next three or four mornings and see what you think of that. One of my favorite songs is a song called He's Alive. Peter, at Sunday morning, he denied Christ on Thursday night, said he wouldn't do it, did it anyway. Jesus dies on Friday, Sunday morning, Mary wakes him up. Somebody somehow moved Jesus during the night. The stone's been rolled away. His body isn't there. And Peter says, we ran toward the garden. John ran on ahead. We found the stone in the empty tomb, just the way that Mary said. John believed a miracle, but I just turned to go because I had helped crucify him. And then all of a sudden, the song says, Jesus stood before me with his arms held open wide, and I got it. He's alive, he's alive, he's alive, and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide, he's alive. Somehow all the other deaths are just sad, and you go to the funeral, and you bury them, and that's it, and that's over. But somehow they sense that Jesus' death was different, I suppose, because of the resurrection, that somehow this had something more to say. How did he figure out that this was not just one more Jew dying, this was God, and if he's alive, then I'm forgiven, and heaven's gates are open wide? How did he know? Now, Jesus said in Revelation 1, 17 and 18, I was dead, but behold, I'm alive, and now the so what? I have the keys to death and hell. So if he has the keys because of this cross and resurrection, and if you have any sins, you can't go to heaven, then somehow this has to mean I'm forgiven. It took a while for them to figure that out. Now, uh, think about where the sins are. I did a wedding uh, a while ago in the Mission Inn downtown in Riverside, and there were some young people that were there with sitting at my table, and they were supposed to have some tables were Martinelli tables, and some tables were champagne, but... I looked at mine and I said, boy, I don't know. And I took the tiniest little sip and I said, I don't think that's Martinelli's. That's not. A minute later, here came the waiters. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. We forgive. We're, we Please forgive us. But I had one sip. There's my sin. Prince William and Kate lived together for four years before getting married. Wanted her to be able to check it out before committing. That's a sin. My father, walking on a sidewalk and a man on heroin runs him over. That man out there is not sorry. He's not been in jail. Nothing. Sin. Bin Laden. 9-11, 3,000 Americans. Who knows how many more around the world? So where are you? <laughs> Hopefully you're closer to the one little sip to terrorists. But we're all on that scale somewhere. We all have sinned, whether it's a tiny little sip or a little word or something more monstrous that we really feel terrible about. But the message is, when Jesus rose from the grave, that means if he's alive, then we're forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. That's the so what. An Adventist lawyer had to get a legal deposition from an Adventist girl who was 21. And in part of that deposition, they asked her, what do Adventists believe? So without thinking about it, it just came out. They believe that women shouldn't wear pants, shouldn't cut their hair, shouldn't wear makeup or jewelry, no drinking of alcohol, drug use or smoking. 
You should do all your housework before Friday sundown. Did I tell you you shouldn't eat meat? <laughs> you shouldn't have affairs while you were married. You shouldn't have abortions because it's like killing a life or lust after someone else's goods. You should be an example to others. That's about it. I think I covered it pretty much. You shouldn't go to discos and you shouldn't wear bathing suits. Is that what we believe? Is that the so what? Jesus died for that list? So somewhere between the resurrection and Pentecost, they begin to figure it out. In the upper room, they're piecing it all together. Lamb, Jesus is a lamb, and blood, and Passover. John 1.29, where John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world. There's a so what. And the whole of a sudden, Peter gets it. Yes, yes. I think this means our sins are gone. This means I'm forgiven. What I did never happened. It doesn't count. It's over. He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. And Peter goes from denying Christ to shouting it out to thousands of people. Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. That's the so what. Eventually it becomes the heart and soul of the whole message. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3, Christ died for our sins. We can all see that Christ died. It's the for our sins that you have to have faith. You have to interpret. 1 John 2.2, 2, he died for the sins of the whole world. Hebrews 9, 26 to 28, but now he has appeared once for all at the end of the ages to take away sin by the sacrifice of himself. So how can I get you to feel this when you've heard it all your life? I read about some of the secretaries at Enron when they were trying to spread this money around. They went to their bank and someone had put a million dollars in their account. Like winning the lottery. If you like sports, it's like winning a season ticket to the front row of every game for every team. If you like to travel, it's a free pass on every plane, that suite on the top floor of every five-star hotel for the rest of your life. For me, it'd be going scuba diving all over the world or golfing at Pebble Beach at St. Andrews or ski Switzerland. If you're a student, it means you get a Ph.D. tomorrow, you're done. <laughs> if you're single, you're tired of looking and waiting. It'd be like having the woman or man of your dreams. Julie Roberts or Brad Pitt or whoever, just, it's yours. You have them. And you're standing in front of a church ready to get married. If you like clothes, it'd be a free credit card to Rodeo Drive for the rest of your life. If you're sick, it means never being sick again the rest of your life. It means your yard would be mowed perfect, weed-free, without ever touching it again forever. If you're a kid, it means getting your driver's license tomorrow. Free Disneyland. It means a mansion on the beach in Hawaii. And last but not least, it's a refrigerator full of Ben and Jerry's ice cream in your freezer forever. It's okay. For me, it would mean my Jaguar would be real. Let's stop with that for today. That's God talk. It's not enough to just sing songs about Jesus dying and a resurrection and the stolen rolled away. But to grasp what it means and grasp it in our soul. What it means to have our sins forgiven and forgotten. So come back tomorrow. We'll do God talk again and take it to the next level. Is it fair for God to forgive our sins that easily? God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.